Do you want to wake up feeling like you're stepping into who you're meant to be, into the best possible version of you? What if I told you that the key to your best life, health, and happiness are all around you? You just have to find what works for you. I'm Hope Pedraza, and I believe that there isn't just one way to live a healthy and meaningful life, and that all you need is a little inspiration to make changes that last from the inside out. Each week, I'll be sharing tangible tips and inspirational interviews to help you on your journey. These are the steps to take to improve your life and live with purpose. This is Hopeful and Wholesome. Hey y'all, welcome back to Hopeful and Wholesome. We are almost done with this chakra series that I started however many months ago. It's been, it was like six or seven months ago. Um, actually, it's probably five months ago because we have two left. So we are moving up to the sixth chakra, which is the third eye. And that's what we're talking about today. So if you haven't listened to the rest of the series, you can go back and listen. I've done one episode a month on each chakra, just talking about relating the chakra to your wellness and your health and nutrition and mineral balancing and all those things. So today we're talking about the third eye. Your third eye chakra is literally located as your third eye, right? That spot in between your brows. And this chakra is associated with intuition. This is like, you know, you've seen you've maybe heard of like the all seeing eye, right? It's, it's really just your center for intuition and decision-making. And so when we're looking at this center, this is your center for imagination, intuition, understanding. Um, if you have like intuitive gifts, it comes from this center, that center for knowing. And so when we're looking at kind of what shows up as uh, vices for the center, things like negativity, doubt, overthinking, it's kind of just this blocking yourself from your intuition. So when you feel blocked in the center, you kind of feel disconnected from your intuition. Maybe you feel like you can't hear or trust your inner voice can mean you're overanalyzing situations. If you're a chronic overanalyzer, hey, I'm guilty of it like all the time. It's a little, you know, we get disconnected from our third eye. We get disconnected from our intuition, that inner voice, right? That inner guidance system. Now, when it's overactive, when there's too too much energy going into the center, it can look like, kind of an overactive imagination, your imagination kind of run away from you. And it can even look like things look uh, like hallucinations or like kind of delusional paranoia. It's too much energy going on in that center. Basically, I think the big thing that shows up for people here though, is when we're feeling that center blocked, it's, it's really just kind of hard to look, to see through the fog of your problems, right? It, it just seems kind of foggy or staticky. We're kind of looking for solutions to problems just kind of feels like our intuition is a little weak. Um, our judgment might feel clouded. Maybe we make poor decisions and it, it just kind of makes it harder to kind of break through that fog and that static. So physiologically, when we're looking at this center, what's, what's how this center is linked to our, our physical body. We know that is just as a reminder, all of our energy centers, all of our chakras are associated with a different part of the endocrine system. And that's why I just love this system because it really is like this, this gateway that connects the physical body to the energetic body. It's not just a bunch of woo-woo stuff. Like it is, it's all connecting to the, the physical body, the energetic body. So we're looking at which part of the endocrine system that this is related to. It's the pineal gland. Your pineal gland is this little bitty tiny gland up by your brain. This is the gland that creates melatonin and serotonin, which helps regulate your circadian rhythm. It even secretes some psychedelic producing substances that you can, you can access during certain meditative states or certain breathwork practices. If you've done any Joe Dispenza work at all, and I talk about him pretty much all the time, 
<laughs> because I love Dr. Joe Dispenza. Um, and I've been to, I've read all his books and, you know, done me and my husband have been to his workshop, but if you've done any of his work before, he really goes into this. And really, this is the other thing I, I like about Dr. Joe Dispenza too, is because he, I mean, he's a scientist. That's what he does. He's a researcher. He's a scientist, but he's putting all of this, like what you might deem like woo woo stuff. He's putting the science with it. So he will never use the word chakra. He uses the word energy centers because he says, you know, the word chakra, he feels like a lot of times these words can polarize people. It's the same thing. He's talking about your chakras. So he has like this meditation called the blessings of the energy centers. And it's literally going through all the chakras. It's like a Reiki practice, like a self Reiki practice going through all the chakras, but he, in his, his methodologies, when he's teaching different like I guess kind of his method of, of um, breath work associated with meditation, he does this, these very specific breath work patterns and these specific kind of visualization things to access these psychedelic producing substances that are made in the pineal gland that gets you into these certain states where it kind of opens up your energetic field and makes it easier to access things in the quantum field. So if if you want to know more about this, I would say go get some books. I have all of them on Audible because I listen to my books most of the time. Go get Dr. Joe Dispenza's book and he goes deep into this. And, and you can even, you know, you can look at him on YouTube, on Instagram, but he goes deep into the actual process in his books. That's about this, like tuning into the pineal. And he talks about the pineal gland, all that he has so much research around it and how to use it, how to access what's available for us there. So I, I love this too, because again, I, I like being able to kind of unwoo-woo a lot of this stuff. And there is so much science to back up our access to the third eye, which is our access to this pineal gland and, and the, the chemicals and the substances that are made here that allows us. And I mean, Dr. Joe, if you look at his work, I mean, people have healed themselves, literally, I'm not making this up and I'm not blowing smoke. Literally people who have done his work have healed, cured themselves of cancer, of like deadly, like I only got a few months to live, like terminal cancers, diseases, paralytics, like you name it, that by accessing what's available to us from the center using his method. So that being said, that's my my pitch for Joe Dispenza. I'm not getting paid to say that. I just love him so much. So go, go find his stuff. Okay, moving right along here in our third eye center. So when we're supporting this energy center, the, the color that's associated with this energy center is an indigo color. So when we're looking for foods that support this center, that's what we're looking for. The color of the third eye, which is indigo. So things like prompt, I was saying prompts, I was saying, trying to say plums and prunes at the same time, plums, prunes, blackberries, eggplants, grapes, currants, purple cabbage, right? All those pretty purple foods. We're eating the rainbow here. Cause as we move up through the chakras, we're eating the rainbow and all of these are going to be really supportive for your pineal gland and for your third eye chakra. We're looking at mineral balancing. Here's the thing that happens. Sometimes when we've kind of disconnected ourselves from our third eye, this is, this is what I, what I think there is this calcification that can happen around the pineal gland. And a lot of times this is what kind of affects our circadian rhythm and our melatonin serotonin balance because it, it can't work right. So I also believe that this calcification can also disconnect us from our our intuition, our third eye center, which basically means you're disconnecting yourself from your intuition. If you go back and listen to my episode that I did about the calcium shell, I talk about kind of some of the um, uh, like the mental 
impact of a calcium shell and kind of what happens in your brain, like the neurological things that can happen when you have a calcium shell. And one of the things that can happen is really being disconnected from yourself, being like, think of kind of like sociopathic behavior when you're like disconnected from, you know, empathy and um, compassion and like really disconnected from yourself and that inner voice that can be a symptom of having this calcium shell. And I really do believe that it comes from this calcification around the pineal gland. It's blocking us from that, that, that the connection to that part of our body that's connecting us to that inner voice, that inner guidance system that we have. And so we have to work to break up that calcification and keep it clear. So I think a good, um, episode to listen to in conjunction with this and is going back to listen to my episode about the calcium shell when we're breaking up the calcium shell or just, I mean, I guess even working to prevent it. First of all, not taking a lot of calcium at once. So if you're going to take a calcium supplement, you want it to be broken up, you know, two or three times a day. So you're not taking, and I I had, I'd said this in that episode, but I've had people tell me that their doctors are telling them to take like 1500 milligrams of calcium like at once. Like, what are you doing to people? I don't, I don't understand that. Don't do that. Don't do that. It's actually very dangerous. So you need to break up your cal. If you are taking calcium supplement and I, 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 very specific populations of people should be taking a calcium supplement. Not everybody should be taking it. And then putting in those minerals that help push the calcium where it needs to go. So we're not building up this calcification anywhere, you know, especially the pineal gland. So these are things like magnesium, vitamin K2, boron, all of these are shuttling the calcium where it needs to go. And this can actually also help break up. So if there is calcification there, it can help break up the calcification. The other thing is sea minerals. Sea minerals are going to be really good for keeping this calcification at bay for helping support like all the minerals needed to support a healthy pineal gland. So I hope this short episode gave you some insight into your third eye chakra or your six energy center as Dr. Joe Dispenza calls it because he doesn't say chakra. Um, but I think this, you know, even this is a short episode, I, I feel like there's a lot to take away here because I think so often we do so many of us and, and me included, I I find myself a lot of times when I'm feeling stuck or stagnant or disconnected from myself, it, it, it really goes back to this. It, it goes back from just kind of disconnecting. And a lot of times too, as I've said in other chakra episodes, these other energy center episodes, when you have a blockage in one chakra, it's going to affect your other chakras. So a lot of times the, you know, the main block might not be in this particular center, but it's affecting it. So like a block in your throat chakra is going to affect a block in your third eye because it's the one below that. And I find a lot of times too, when I talked about the third eye chakra or the uh, throat chakra, I was talking about, I gave some examples of um, clients that had that had been in narcissistic relationships and had like really blocked themselves off from using their voice and speaking their truth. And the other thing that I find is that they've also been disconnected with their intuition for that reason. Like they've got these blocks in their throat chakra. And so it's affecting again, their connection with, with their third eye chakra, which is their center for intuition. That, that still small voice that, that gives us direction, the voice of God that's giving us direction. So there is a lot of, a lot to be said about the connection between the third eye and some of the lower chakras. So keep that in mind when you're looking at kind of analyzing, you know, where things are coming from. So I hope this gave you some insight into the third eye chakra. We'll have our last episode next month on the crown chakra, and then I'll finish up our series here. I will see y'all next time. Thanks for listening to Hopeful and Wholesome, y'all. 
If you found value in this week's episode, please subscribe on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast and leave a review to let me know what you thought. I'd love to know what you find useful in these episodes so I can know how to provide the most value I can to my listeners. And if you have topics you'd like to know more about, I'd love to hear those as well. So shoot me a message on Instagram, Facebook, or LinkedIn. It's at the Hope Pedraza, or you can visit my website, hopefulandwholesome.com. Thanks, y'all.